how is this out and about? Thought I'd see if anybody wants to play some round ball. You're listening to the Bet Slippin' Podcast Daily NBA Show. Featuring Jeff Clark from USA Today Sportsbook Wire. What up, Hoops homies? Welcome back to the Bet Slippin' Podcast Daily NBA Show. Recording Tuesday, February 15th. There's a uh, seven-game slate in the NBA tonight. I have three best bets, actually four written handicaps on the presenting website, sportsbookwire.usadelay.com. You could read my daily NBA handicaps or the handicaps for all major sporting events by me and my colleagues before you make a wager over there. Um, also, shout out to our odds provider and sponsor of this podcast, Typico Sportsbook. I'll uh, have to pay some bills um, at some point in this podcast and read a, uh, do a little ad read for Typico Sportsbook. But let's talk some hoops, shall we? Um, I was 2-1 and one in my Monday best bets, moving my 22 uh, 2022 record of 55-39, so 16 games above 500. I did ch- take a chunky money line favorite with the Kings. That was my only loser. I laid minus 140 with the Kings as they lost to Brooklyn 109 to one uh, to 85. That was a, a no doubter if you had Brooklyn. Actually, um, Seth Curry made his debut and, and absolutely balled out. He was scored 23 points and 10 of 18 shooting. Uh, seven rebounds, five assists, and the Kings just never looked like they had a chance in that game. Uh, they made it a four-point or maybe seven-point deficit at the end of the first half, but then just got smoked in the second half, and I actually turned it off uh, midway through the second half. Um, again, gave out a, a pretty heavy money line, at least by my standards, minus 140. I'm probably going to uh, put the Kings back in the the ban list and and just not bet them again um got a little too greedy there uh took the kings last week against washington but whatever uh, moving on i i hit with the pelicans plus three and a half i sprinkled on the money line hopefully you guys did as well which would make up for the uh, kings minus 140 loss but pelicans covered as three and a half point underdogs against the Toronto Raptors, and it's just an absolute beatdown. Pelicans beat the Raptors 120 to 90. They won all four quarters, and it was a rocking chair cover. That was a game that I had on one of my screens, but wasn't paying too much attention to, just because New Orleans looked good throughout the entire uh, throughout the entire game. Um, and then the third game that I was paying a lot of attention to, and was an actually awesome game, was uh, the Chicago Bulls. Uh, beating the San Antonio Spurs 120-109. DeMar DeRozan has just been on fire. He put up 40 points on 67% field goal shooting, connected on 16-24 shots. Uh, Chicago blew past San Antonio in the fourth quarter, outscoring them by 17 points, um, which is the reason why we ended up winning and covering that bet. Uh, again, DeMar DeRozan's just playing phenomenally. He he belongs in the MVP conversation. Uh, I know his reputation and, and playoff struggles, but um, the MVP is a regular season award. <laughs> this guy is just carrying the Bulls. So not not so much carrying them. They have a good team, but he he's balling out and is really one of the better offensive players in the NBA. Um, through the first half of the season, but let's talk about the best bets or. Let me briefly mention my best bets, and then let me do an ad read for Tipico. So my best bets for the Tuesday, February 15th NBA slate is I'm going with the Dallas Mavericks plus 4.5 right now against the Miami Heat. I'm also going to sprinkle a little bit on that money line, as I like to do typically with underdogs unless 
um, unless stated otherwise. And then I'm going to take the uh, Philadelphia 76ers, who are getting at home, plus two and a half, as they host the Boston Celtics. And then I'm going to lay the six and a half points to the Minnesota Timberwolves at home against the Charlotte Hornets. So two home teams, one road dog is my uh, part of my three best bets for the Tuesday slate. Real quick, let me shout out the uh, odds provider of this podcast, Tipico Sportsbook, who is a global sports betting leader that is now live in New Jersey and Colorado. You can make your favorite sports more interesting with Tipico's fast and easy mobile sportsbook app. New users from this podcast can get a special welcome bonus, and you can get your bonus today at USA Today bet.com slash podcast that's usa today bet.com slash podcast terms and conditions do apply you must be 21 or older to game with tipico so please see their website for details also if you have a gambling problem please call 1-800-GAMBLER for new jersey and 1-800-522-4700 for colorado please gamble responsibly y'all okay so first best bet i'm going with the dallas mavericks who are 33 and 24 uh, plus four and a half as they visit the Miami Heat, 37 and 20. I'm pretty sure the Heat are first in the East right now. Uh, both teams are playing well recently. Dallas is four and one straight up and against the spread in their last five. They lost the second of a back to back, however, Saturday against the Los Angeles Clippers, which was uh, the Mavericks' previous game. Miami is on a five game winning streak. They've covered four of those five games. They beat Brooklyn 115 to 111. Um, but failed to cover as 11-point road favorites in that game, or as 11-point favorites in that game, which is their lone ATS loss over the last five games. The Heat smacked Dallas 125-110 to 110, November 2nd, covering as two-and-a-half-point favorites in Dallas. Uh, but Dallas is 2-1 and one straight up and against the spread versus Miami in their last three head-to-head. So they swept them last season eventually, uh, essentially, but... I'm taking the Mavericks plus four and a half because Dallas does do a pretty good job with Jimmy Butler um, in the four head-to-head meetings between Butler and uh, Luka Doncic. Butler is only shooting 37.7% from the field. He is averaging 11 free throws per game and had 17 free throws in the first Dallas-Miami game this season. Uh, but I think that that uh, is due for some regression or Dallas could do a little bit better at keeping Jimmy Butler off the free throw line this next matchup. At least I have faith in them being able to do so because Dallas is ninth in defensive free throw um, attempt rate over the season. So it had a bad game against Jimmy Butler, keeping Jimmy Butler off the line in their first matchup, which is a huge reason why they lost as heavily as they did. Another reason why they lost um, as badly as they did Mavericks over the Heat in the first game was because Tyler Hero went off. He scored 25 points on 55% field goal shooting. He had six assists, zero turnovers. Pretty sure he led Miami in scoring that game. However, he's not playing this game. He's been ruled out with uh, some sort of injury. He's Miami's second leading scorer and a heavy favorite to win six man of the year. So not having Tyler Hero in this game, I think, is an absence that looms large for Miami and more specifically Dallas matches up really well with Miami um, or more importantly I should say Miami crashes the glass they like to apply a lot of on ball pressure or pressure on the ball excuse me two ball handlers however you want to phrase that they like to get to the uh, foul line and they can get hot from three but Dallas is eighth in um, turnover rate so they don't turn the ball over really ever 
or, or very few, uh, very little. Um, they're first in defensive rebounding rate, so they don't give up a lot of offensive rebounds. And they're third in both defensive three-point percentage and three-point um, three-pointers allowed per game. So Dallas just has a massive edge in ball security specifically. Um, Miami tends to turn the ball over a lot, whereas Dallas forces, I think, the 11th highest defensive turnover rate and um, is really good at protecting the Rock themselves. So I'm sprinkling on the Mavericks' money line. I got it at plus 150. Typico has got it at plus 145 right now. I'm also taking the Mavericks plus 4.5, and and, uh, that's one of my best bets here. Next best bet, I'm going with the Philadelphia 76ers, getting two and a half at home, hosting a red-hot Boston Celtics team. Boston's won eight straight. They've covered five of those eight games. They last beat, or they beat the Atlanta Hawks 105-95 on Super Bowl Sunday, covering a seven-and-a-half-point favorite. They went into the halftime of that game down 10, actually, but rallied back in the second half against a bad Atlanta defense. Um, Philly is three and three straight up at just two and four in its last six games has one, two straight over Oklahoma city. And they beat up on the Cleveland Cavaliers, uh, most recently and Philly is two and zero oh straight up and ATS versus Boston this season. In fact, they've covered seven straight against Boston. Um, but I, if you're going to give me plus points or plus money with the 76ers at home, the way Joel Embiid's taking it or playing, I'll take it. Um, happily. So give me Sixers plus two and a half, and I'm sprinkling on the money line as well. And beat is just going off. <laughs> this dude's averaging 33 and a half points per game on 52% shooting, 12 rebounds, five assists, 1.6 blocks, and his 20 games played since uh, New Year's Day. Uh, Philadelphia is 14 and six straight up in those games, so the win, win in 70% of their games. And beat dominates the Boston Celtics as well. He's averaging 26.5 points per game, 12 rebounds, and has a plus 12 net rating in 12 career games against Boston. And I believe there is a weight lifted um, off of Philly's shoulders, and and there's like a jolt of energy now that they finally got rid of Ben Simmons, the anchor of that team, and their biggest issue. Um, I don't, I don't, I'm not high on... Um, I'm not high on the Harden trade in and of itself, but I think in the short term, it just provides a boost for Philly and and its morale in the locker room because it signifies to the roster that the front office is in win-now mode and they have confidence in this team. So, uh, but most importantly, I think there's just a buy or a sell high spot for Boston and a buy low spot for Philly. None of Boston's eight ops or opponents, excuse me, from its current eight-game winning streak have a top 10 net rating, and Philly is playing the best since January 1st versus top 10 teams. They have the best adjusted net rating, according to cleaningtheglass.com, which removes garbage time from its stat tracking. Being that this is a sell-high spot for Boston, a buy-low spot for Philly, I think we're getting the Sixers on the cheap. I'll take the plus two and a half with the 76ers. Um, my final best bet is with the Minnesota Timberwolves laying the six and a half, or I'm laying the six and a half with the Minnesota Timberwolves hosting the Charlotte Hornets. Uh, Minnesota has, um, or, or Charlotte is one and seven straight up in its last eight. They're two and six against the number in their last eight, and they lost to the Dow- uh, to the Memphis Grizzlies one twenty five to one eighteen. 
Saturday. Uh, Minnesota stopped a two-game losing skid by beating Indianapolis or excuse me, Indiana, one twenty-nine to one twenty. Uh, most recently, they're five and two straight up and against the spread over the last two weeks. Charlotte did crush uh, Minnesota one thirty-three to one fifteen at home, November twenty-sixth. But Charlotte hit fifty-eight percent of its three-pointers, and there's no way that continues this game. Um, I believe that, uh, Minnesota's first or opening number was more accurate. The Timberwolves opened as eight-point favorites, and it's been steamed down to the current number. Um, so apparently, sharp money's on Charlotte, but I don't think it's too sharp. I mean, I'm just kind of going to eyeball this for the most part and give me Minnesota's roster over Charlotte's roster right now in, in head-to-head matchups. I think the backcourt's pretty even. Uh, LaMelo Ball is, an, uh, I'm pretty sure he's an all-star this year, and he's a much better point guard than Pat Beverly, but Pat Beverly is a pest and great on-ball defender that could um, that could maybe mitigate or, or just give uh, force LaMelo into an off game. D'Angelo Russell versus Terry Rozier is a toss-up. I mean, I prefer Terry Rozier, but the point is, if Charlotte has an edge in the backcourt, it's slight. Where Minnesota has a huge edge is in two areas on the floor. One at the wing and, 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 and most prominently in the front court. First of all, Charlotte has cluster injuries at wing. It's missing um, Caleb Martin. It's missing Gordon Hayward. And it's missing Jalen McDaniels. Um, and, and I feel like Jared Vanderbilt, um, and Anthony Edwards, two wings for Minnesota are just going to have a field day against, uh, these forwards for Charlotte. Also can't call Anthony Towns should just rip Mason Pumley in this matchup. And he really dominates Charlotte anyways. Uh, Cat is averaging 23 points on 53% field goal shooting, 11.6 rebounds in 16 career games against Plumley. Against Charlotte in his 12 career games, Cat is putting up 24 points per game on 61% true shooting, which breaks down to 51% from the field, 39% from three, 82% from free throw from the foul line. He's averaging 12 rebounds along with his 24 points and has a plus 12 net rating versus Charlotte in his career. Charlotte also allows the most points per game and rebounds per game to opposing centers. And I just think Carl Anthony Towns' three-point shooting pulls Plumlee out of the paint and opens up driving range, uh, driving lanes for D'Angelo Russell and uh, Anthony Edwards. Also, the trends favor Minnesota in the spot. Uh, Minnesota's 5-0 and against the spread in the last five home games, 6-1 and in the last seven as a favorite, and 4-2 and when laying between five to seven points. Charlotte is 0-4 against the spread in their last four as underdogs and 4-6 and against the spread when spotted 5-7 to seven points. <sighs> Sorry, I didn't really breathe there for a few minutes, just rattling off my notes here. Uh, okay, quick recap, my best bets for the f- February 15th NBA slate. I'm going with the Dallas Mavericks plus 4.5, sprinkling on that money line. Um, against the Miami Heat. I'm taking the 76ers at plus two and a half, hosting the Boston Celtics, sprinkling a little bit on that money line as well. But for record keeping purposes on both those underdogs, we're going with the points. And I'm going to lay six and a half the Minnesota Timberwolves, hosting the Charlotte Hornets. 
That's it. Those are your best bets. Best of luck. Whether you fade or follow me, I'll talk to you all tomorrow. Peace. Thought I'd see if anybody wants to play some round ball. You're listening to the Bet Slippin' Podcast Daily NBA Show. Featuring Jeff Clark from USA Today Sportsbook Wire.